0: Always extra special when Rabbi Yudin is in Israel speaking to us about this week's Parsha. And thank God we have that privilege today, this time each and every Friday, every of Shabbos. With great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And really, here it's good afternoon, and you're not going to believe this. Rumor has it that the weather in the New York area is a bit nippy. I kid you not, I am sitting on a mirpeset in Ramat Beit Shemesh, looking over Beit Shemesh on a Friday afternoon in just my shirt sleeve. I am not even wearing a sweater. This is not everyday Israel winter. But I can tell you the s'chus of being here in the winter. When it rains, Baruch Hashem, it rains. And it can rain very strongly. Remember, every time it rains with a passion, so to speak, when it teems, I think of that Mishnah in Avos. In the fifth chapter of Avos, we are taught that there were many miracles that took place in the Beis of Migdash, including the fact that there were three ma'arachos, there were three fires that were constantly on the Mizbeach, and even when it teemed, not rained or drizzled, but it was coming down heavily, the fires were never extinguished. This is Eretz Yisrael. All I can say is, come. That's all. That's it. Now, I have a job to do, and let's get to work wow parshas bow we're off and running what does that mean it means until now we've had but three mitzvahs in the torah three in the book of Horatius, and now this shabbos parshas bow starting with which is the first mitzvah given to the jewish people which is the mitzvah of the jewish calendar that we have a lunar calendar except that there are times such as this year, that 7 out of 19 years is a leap year, so that we can make sure that Pesach is always going to be in the springtime. Parsha's bowl contains 20 mitzvos. There are 11 losas, say, 11 restrictions, and 9 positive mitzvos. Now, if you have a Sefer Achino, Hebrew, English, whatever you're comfortable with, bring it to the table tonight. And you're going to see something very interesting. I'd like to share with you an insightful thought of the Be'er Yosef on this parsha. And the Be'er Yosef says as follows, this is the week of Itzias Mitzrayim, literally two million plus individuals, I don't want to say walked out of Egypt, we were rushed out of Egypt. Remember? And the idea is as follows, that in order to accomplish this, the Torah tells us in Devarim, Perik Dalid, Pasuk Lamed Dalid, and I read for you, whereby HaKadosh Baruch says, Oh, which means, has something like this happened ever before? Number one, Pasuk Lamed Gimel, but will be in a few weeks, that you experienced Sinai. You heard, you received prophecy from Hashem. But now, here we go. Hanisa Elokim Lavo, Goy Has such a thing ever happened before, you ready? Whereby HaKadosh Baruch took out a nation from within a nation. Goy Mikerev Goy. He took the Jewish people. Out of Egypt. But what does that mean Goy Mikerev guy So the Bariosev quotes the Medish Shochratov and it explains it as follows Adam, like a person show like a farmer who is trained or a veterinarian who is professional who knows how to supervise the birth of the calf from the cow, from the mother, the way that the baby is extracted from the mother, that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Egypt. Now, wait a second. He goes on to explain that myself and many, many others who've never had the experience to participate in a birth, the actual process, he says the last thing you want to ever do is start pulling or any other word you want to use because in that case, God forbid, you're going to harm both mother and baby. So in order for a birth to take place, you have to wait until the Vlad until the baby, the embryo, is his he not take. Until there is some movement on the part of the baby, then once movement has begun, you can execute and take care safely of the birth. Similarly, we were in Mitzrayim in order for there to be the is. In order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to take us out, there had, to be some, there had to be some movement by us here down below. Now what and how did this movement take place? So interestingly, had Hashem only said to me, Yudin, what do you suggest we do as the first mitzvah or the group of mitzvahs? In order to get the people out of Egypt. So I would have said very simply Hashem, Aaron is your spokesman. Gather all the people together or we'll get a good microphone, and they'll all hear Shema Yisrael. They'll all hear the concept of Hashem alokainu, Hashem al-chud, is a God. No, Hashem said, You didn't thanks, but no thanks. I got a better idea. And the better idea is. That each family is going to celebrate a Thanksgiving dinner. Each family is going to celebrate their freedom. Interestingly, we celebrate it even before Chatzos, even before the firstborn of Egypt was killed. We celebrate Aramuna, we celebrate Abitochon. But listen very carefully where is it done? It's done in the bias. It's done in the Jewish home. Take a look and count. Bring the Chumash to the Torah tonight, to the table. And what do you find? Starting with the beginning of chapter 12. Right? So the Torah tells us there, That's one. If there aren't enough people in the house to participate and to complete the lamb, because it has to be eaten that night before mid the night, then you go with your neighbor, Karova Beso. That's number three. Take my word for it. No less than eight times do you find the word bias in one form or another. Batechem, etc. Ishmi Pesach Bezo. The idea is bias is there eight times to show us and to impress upon us that what is going to take the Jewish people out of Egypt, what is the movement that we have to take in order to disconnect ourselves from the Egyptians, establish a Jewish home. And how do you establish the Jewish home? Number one, amazing. We take the God of Egypt and we slaughter it. And then, only then, once we've slaughtered it, can we bring it into our home, We take the blood of the Korban Pesach and we put it on the doorpost and on the lentil so that a neighbor, should a neighbor of ours want to come, he sees that, the blood of his God, he's not coming in. And just in case he would want to come in, says the Torah later on at the end of Pashat, a uncircumcised male cannot participate in it. The Torah is creating a wedge. The Torah is creating a distance between the Jewish home and the Egyptian home because this is going to be our ge'ula. This is going to be the way that we are going to be saved in Mitzrayim. We're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Now, what does that mean? The same way that the Gemara tells us that our ba'a srichem lehodos what does that mean? That there are four different individuals who experience, be it from the word chayim, v'chola chayim, those who were sick, bench gomel. And when we had a, Esam Migdash brought a korban todah. In Mitzrayim, lo so many were sick. In Mitzrayim, we underwent yisurin, which means various kinds of challenges, torture, punishments, we crossed the Yam seven days later when we left Egypt, and finally we went into the Midbar, into the desert. So we had a Thanksgiving celebration, and God says, this is the way, when the family celebrates, we create a family unit. And this family unit is the means with which we established an identity, enabling us Please God to leave Mitzrayim. A very powerful idea. Now let's take this one step further. On the Pasuk in this week's parsha, whereby Hashem says, Via Tem Los Ishmi beso ad bokeh now listen carefully, everybody. We're talking about the night of Yitzsias Mitzrayim. We're talking about the night that at mid the night There was not a single egyptian home whereby there wasn't a dead person in that home and what are we to do we are not to leave our homes that night why so listen carefully first of all says Rav hirsch a beautiful idea you can't leave your home because god forbid we could have been vulnerable at that time to a mob mentality the Egyptians had tortured us and been cruel to us for so many years, and now there could have been that evening of sweet revenge. There could have been that evening that we would have broken the windows and we would have looted all their stores on ah, no, says the Torah, that's not the way a Jew acts. Be proud. That is what Reverse says so beautifully. On that Pasuk, the Atems and you some Ish Ad you are not to leave your home, right? Until the morning. Listen carefully. On that Pasuk says the Meshachma the Ad this is by the way, chapter twelve, Pasuk twenty two. You're not to leave your home at Boker until the time of Mashiach. Meaning that just as the jewish home was the fortress which maintained our peoplehood so too is it to be the fortress which maintains us ad bs until the mashiach comes how important is the jewish home first of all no one's in your house you had a hard day you come home you're tired, you wanna relax. No one's there. I ask you, are you gonna put your feet up on the kitchen table, on the dining room table? And the answer is no. Why not? Why not? It's a shulchan. We look upon our shulchan, our table, that you're going to have your Shabbos meal tonight, and even the meals you eat during the week. That this is special. This is like the shulchan, literally, the Mizbeach, literally, in the Beis Hamigdash. What's that salt shaker on the table? Is it good for your diet, not good for your diet? Don't worry, I'm not even using it. Just the fact that it's on the table says a lot. just as there was salt on the table, on the Mizbeach, so too we have ours. The whole idea that the home, has a certain sanctity. God says to the Jewish people, make for me a sanctuary and I, my shechina, will dwell in them. It doesn't say in it, in the mikdash, but rather in each and every home, in each and every community that's listening to this Dvar Torah. The shechina is in your home. Wow, what a privilege, what a schuss. And therefore, I urge everyone, all the parents where this is shayach, first of all, parents, put away your phones much of the time that you are home, that it distracts you from being with your children. And the children, especially the teenagers, it's so important that all the devices be filtered, all of them be limited, all of these devices be monitored. It should not be free reign and open, but it requires shmira. There's a mezuzah on the door on the outside, and you have to do your shmirah, your protection on the inside. And let me suggest something. Spend more time with your children, and do so in a positive, playful way. You're not going to believe it, but take a look at the Gemara in the beginning of Avodah Zarah, and Dalet, whereby the Gemara interestingly describes Hakadosh Baruch Hu in different times and what He does in the day. And listen carefully; it's an interesting machlokes. You ready? Whether what is He doing? He's either playing with your son or he's teaching the children. And the answer is, there's no machlokes. He's doing both. What does that mean? In order to teach the children, he plays with them first. He plays with the Vyasan. Now, this is very, very challenging, and I'm not bringing it down. A Gemara is something which we can't and don't understand. But on a very simple level, we ought to learn from this that we have to create a much more inviting, pleasant environment with our children. And finally, let's end with the following beautiful uh, Targum Yonis and Ben Uziel. The Torah tells us in this week's Parsha, they went from Ramesses to Sukos. And on that puzzle, the Targum Yonis and Ben Uziel says, what does that mean? that they were enveloped by the Ananei Kavod. Wow. Just as when we met with Zion, when we prepared by establishing the Jewish home, we were privileged to have the Ananei Kavod. So too, I pray that we can, as challenging as it is, with all the negativity in the air about us, when we close, the door to our home, we can create for ourselves and our children that most beautiful environment looking to the third base amigdash for its inspiration. Shabbat Shalom to all.